0: This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes.
1: In general, I work more like a sculptor Mm -hmm. than I do like a painter. I often begin with one big sound or image or idea... One thing, I'm a hedgehog, not a fox. What usually happens is things complexify and elaborate and I explore possibilities and it's slow and painful as you've experienced. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I I, I go back and I start paring away and trying to find that one central Mm. image, that one sound. In this case, it was particularly difficult because I didn't begin there. I I never found, you know, I had these ideas that we've talked about that I brushed off my shoulders Mm -hmm. about native vegetation and off the grid, but those aren't artistic ideas. Um, So there was never this central idea that I started from. And so it was an unfamiliar process for me.
0: Part of that process of of sculpting. Well, it, it began, at least electronically, it began with these these very sophisticated sensors, which, by the way, right. w- was very exciting and uh-huh. interesting to integrate the mind of Douglas Alden, a, a scientist and engineer at Scripps Institution of Oceanography, who's a specialist in the sensing of the weather and the climate uh, up and down California.
1: Douglas has been a great collaborator and that was familiar to me because in the piece in Alaska, the place where you go to listen, I had a half a dozen Mm -hmm. collaborators from the Geophysical Institute and that piece involves many different data streams. Geomagnetism, weather, wind, um, uh, seismic data, there are all these data streams and and and, and uh, elements that geophysical elements that go into that piece.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here, essentially, we've got one.
0: You've got one, and its movement, which of course is a function of the wind, right? right? Which and of so course is
1: a function of the sun. So isn't it ironic? This yes. turns out to be a solar piece. So satellite. it's a
0: solar piece. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm continuing to work outdoors with performance works and continuing to make new discoveries and I hope I'll continue to make outdoor pieces for the rest of my life. But The Wind Garden was the first time I've taken electronic sounds outdoors in a piece conceived um, for a specific acoustical space.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Out of doors. So, as you recall, though, the process of working here was, was extraordinary in that we would set up tables and chairs and we had loudspeakers in the trees and it's like the world's largest electronic music studio mm-hmm. with sirens and traffic going by and skateboarders and conversations and trees breathing in the wind and all these elements became part of the conception, the discovery and the tuning of the piece. Mm-hmm. It's a, a, a wonderful experience. I've learned so much from it that has gone into this piece and I think will go into future pieces.
0: So would you say, I mean, it is aleatory. It's based on chance. It's not improvisation. certainly right. not human improvisation right. and you're not interested in that. Is that fair no, to say? No, I'm not,
1: I'm not because, because I don't get to express myself. That's not what my music is about. Mm-hmm. So neither do you if you're performing it. Mm-hmm. It's about something larger than we are. Mm-hmm. For me, that's why music is worthy of a lifetime's devotion. Music can be whatever it wants, but for me, uh, uh, it's it's about something other than expressing myself. So I don't use improvisation. But as you say, you take something that is that is Meticulously con- rigorously, formally constructed and conceived, composed, notated, and performed, and then you put it into this situation that 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 can't be controlled.
0: That welcomes chance.
1: that is all about all about
0: chance. Yes, yeah.
1: and it's such a beautiful uh, magical thing that happens. Mm-hmm. That's part of the magic of these outdoor performance works. And I think part of the magic of, of, of the wind garden is the way that it breathes and, and ebbs and flows with the soundscape within which it exists, and of which it is now
0: part. Mm-hmm. I mean, your thinking is very reasoned. You're a careful, thoughtful artist.
1: <laughs> That's putting it kindly. And...
0: <laughs> You're, you it's about mathematics it's about uh-huh. a very uh-huh. uh a structured kind of reasoning and maybe that's necessary in order to welcome this whole element of chance and nature uh into it right yeah. right for, for me it,
1: it it appears to be necessary mm-hmm. but i'm loving the experience of, of 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 composing the way i always have in a sense but then setting it free into in, right. into the world. And
0: um, and with this, you were really composing in the moment. You're not composing in advance in the sense that, I mean, you are because this has to go forward, working, but you're working in the moment, responding to these tones as they're I, happening.
1: Absolutely. In these trees, in that wind, right. and, and, and the wind the next day, and different lighting conditions, and um, it's not just the not just our sensors that are moving with the trees, our loudspeakers are moving. Right. Um, And here in the wind garden, I was able to do something harmonically that I've been trying to do for years and uh, is not easy to do indoors.
0: Because it dissolves into timbre.
1: Exactly. I've, I've been playing with superimposing The the harmonic series,
0: which you will, which
1: which exists in nature all around us all the time, um, on itself. When you when you take things outdoors and you and and you distribute the tones all over a space like this, suddenly you get these these beautiful melodies and harmonies, and you can hear one tone over here and another one over there, and waves rolling between the two, and it never takes on that that growly electronic music quality mm-hmm. it has this beautiful kind of string-like vocal glassy bell-like quality
0: can you talk briefly about the harmonic sure. and subharmonic series sure. in terms of its conception its mathematics but also in terms of emotion and feeling and why the one relates to the sure. day and and the other to the night yeah
1: it, it, you know mathematically it couldn't be simpler yeah so the, the the harmonic series exists in nature. Um, we rarely hear it in it. Or we never hear it in its purely, its its perfect mathematical abstract form. But we're always hearing so, uh, sounds all around us all the time. The sound of the wind um, across a, a a pipe or through a fence or or even sometimes through the branches of a tree. You'll hear, um, you'll hear tones rising and falling, and it's all about whole number of relationships. If you have a fundamental tone, the lowest tone, you call it one. It vibrates at whatever, whatever right. frequency it does. Let's say it's it's a hundred. Hertz, 100 cycles per second. Um, then, in the harmonic series, the next interval is an octave higher. It's two to one, which is which is 200 hertz, mm-hmm. and you just keep going up with with whole numbers.
0: So you so go to three,
1: and then that gives you a. If you're if this is G. Uh, sorry if this is c then that gives you g you get a you get a a perfect fifth mm-hmm. and you go on up um, as high as you go with whole with whole numbers and of course what happens is as the numbers um get larger and as the harmonic series rises the intervals the harmonic distance between two tones gets smaller and smaller and smaller
0: you go 2 to 1 3 to 2 4 exactly, to 3 which is five a, a perfect four.
1: fourth 5 to 4 right. is a is what we call a major third, but right. it's only one of several major thirds that you encounter as you as you go on up. Um, so this makes intuitive sense to the ear because it's 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 around us all the time, even though we're not really uh, always aware of it. Mm-hmm. And as you go up through the first few intervals of the harmonic series, essentially what you get is is you get a major. Tonality. You get you get um, you get something that has a, at least in to, to our ears the, in our culture a kind of bright uh, sound. If you take the harmonic series and you turn it upside down, mm-hmm. and rather than rising from a, a, a fundamental a low fundamental, you hang the harmonic series down from a high fundamental. Mm-hmm. So. It's it, you, you have Your one is up here, half, and then it's one over two. You get an octave this way, and then you get a perfect fifth descending. You do this, you invert it, you get essentially a, a minor sounding.
0: Which chord. is, again, you say culturally, for what us... I think it's
1: darker, maybe sadder... Or, melancholy. ...or heavier or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so here in the Wind Garden... I work with two choirs of our virtual voices. Um, one is is associated with day, and the other with night. The day choir is grounded in the harmonic series, and the night choir is is in the subharmonic series. Some people say the subharmonic series can be found in nature. Others. Say, no, that's preposterous. But I don't know, but I the like harmonic the harmonic series it. can be. Absolutely. Everywhere. No doubt. And, I, and, and, and so right now, for instance, the Wind Garden is singing both night and day are present, but, but night is barely there. It's, mm-hmm. it's inaudible as it, as it is invisible and in the light. And we should
0: say right now is around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yes.
1: Yeah. Another couple of hours, two or three hours, you'll begin to hear the, the minor tonality of, of, of the night choir mm-hmm. coming in and starting to, to make itself heard initially as almost a, a, as, as, a, as a, a, just a breath. Mm-hmm. And then as you get closer to sun, sunset, the two come into equipoise. Day and night are, are equally present, and you get these beautiful, this beautiful mixing of these harmonic colors. Mm-hmm. Some of the most beautiful times in the Wind Garden are sun, sunrise and mm-hmm. sunset.
0: In terms of the structure throughout the year, uh-huh. that whole Band of sound rises and falls as well. Rises and
1: falls over the course of the
0: year. So, in theory and in fact, Uh the lowest sounds you'll ever hear will be at midnight on the winter solstice. Exactly. And the very highest sounds will be at noon on the summer solstice. Yes.
1: So that's about it. You have a day choir and a night choir. And um, as you say, those curves rise and fall. Over the course of a year, mm-hmm. they rise and fall over the course of a day. And those cycles repeat themselves once mm-hmm. every 365 and a quarter days. Mm-hmm. But the wind garden will never literally repeat itself. Right. Because of the
0: wind. Because of movement, yeah. 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 I'd like to ask you and get you to talk a little about the the confluence of natural, uh-huh. which there's a natural presence here. We have the wind coming in, we have mm-hmm. the sun, we have the leaves rustling. Uh, this sort of unnatural natural of these trees, which originate halfway across uh-huh. the world. Uh-huh. Uh, the fact that they're planted uh, according to some human grid, a right. mathematical right. grid that's uh, uh, essentially plantation. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then this chaotic business of what we could call the mechanized sounds that right. we're experiencing at the same time. And how does the wind garden encompass all that? I mean, that's a huge business, but, uh, but it's interesting. No, and, it's a great and question. It, and
1: I think the ultimate answer is, is going to come through your ears, not through, through my words, mm-hmm. through your experience of being in the garden listening and and. and and hearing all these different elements and making your own sense, maybe not even intellectually, but just experientially. Yeah.
0: There are times when these harmonic sounds are so high that they're in a completely different place from everything that's around. Yes. And then at nighttime, Uh they... that band of noise that we hear from yes. all around us tends to merge more. There's right. always a merging, there's always a connection. The You're traffic
1: noise also has its band and it ebbs and flows over the days. Yes. You know, rush, rush hour is it's like a river, uh, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like tides out there, really.
0: Mm-hmm. And we were here late at night last night, uh-huh. around 10.30 or right. 11. It was a, just a beautiful moment and, uh, well anyway, talk about all that. Um, your, your, your sort of emotional... Uh, sensual experience of it, as well as your your intellectual sense of how all that works
1: you know it occurs to me you were talking about the 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 trees, the eucalyptus being planted on the grid mm-hmm. and yet they they grow all over the place chaotically, yeah. beautifully making these 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 gorgeous curves and and movements. maybe that's a little bit of a metaphor for the way this piece is conceived, composed and and, and the way that it exists in and breathes with the world. That mm-hmm. is, I've got my, my meticulously crafted musical grid mm-hmm. and I put it out into this chaotic situation and it has, to, it has to rise and fall, ebb and flow to find its place within, within the world mm-hmm. in ways that uh, I couldn't have imagined. I love that because there's always the possibility of discovery, and there's mm-hmm. more than than I, uh, than than any of us could ever hear at, at 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 any moment. But but there's also just more, more in this piece than I could ever have imagined.
0: Which
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is which is a beautiful, a beautiful place to be. This work is re- requires. Um, I, I, I think a deeper mode of of, of listening mm-hmm. than some of the performance works do. You you hear a performance of Inuksuit or Sila, and it's 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 an event. It's a it's a community. It's a shared experience. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine it's an experience of shared solitudes that that people are listening each in their own way, in their own.
0: But all together, all at once. But all
1: together at once. Um, And as you say, it begins and and it ends. Mm -hmm. Um, Here, I I, I imagine the Wind Garden encompassing community, but in a more solitary way. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think this really is about the individual listener Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the person who is going to going to make this work their own over time. Sure, there'll be casual visitors, and, and, and hopefully some of them will hear something that they haven't heard before, have an experience, be touched in some way. But I'm especially interested in the people who work here, the students who, who, who inhabit this campus, mm-hmm. folks who live nearby in the neighborhood, people who will experience this work far more often and, and, and in more varied uh, circumstances than I ever will and for whom it w- may become part of the rhythm of their lives. That makes me very happy. And the f- a- 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 so it becomes integrated into the community but it mm-hmm. becomes integrated in the community one listener at a time.
0: Right. Which is a beautiful thing. And there's also, I think, an aspect of kind of not an understanding. There's an aspect yeah. of mystery. You, know, you don't get it. Right. Um, I don't get it. And it's the Reaching for that, Uh it's the seeking, it's Uh in the not understanding that the art actually is.
1: The work gives a a, a great deal of freedom to the listener, Mm -hmm. but, of course, it also requires a lot of the listener.
0: Right. I know you've struggled with uh, establishing parameters within Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. it can live, because, as we were saying before, it is a living, thinking creature that has sort of... Is out there in the world now. We've
1: we've we've discovered in a very dramatic way just yes. how living and, and and breathing a
0: creature it is. Because it escaped its uh, its bounds uh, during one of our uh, winter storms in the last El yes. Nino. Yes, uh, yes.
1: Yeah. This this garden is alive. It has a mind of its own, mm-hmm. just like the frogs across the road here have a mind of their yes. own. And Jim, my 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 programmer, sound designer, collaborator and I were in here last night talking about it listening to the piece, listening to the frogs and musing about how the frogs might respond to this piece mm-hmm. because you know frogs, there's this collective mind mm-hmm. of the pond mm-hmm. and frogs will retune their singing in order to, to have a discrete bandwidth mm-hmm. within the the breath of the environment mm-hmm. around them. Mm-hmm. So
0: maybe, maybe the, the frogs, frogs will are listening. Them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what about those parameters and the way it, uh, it lives? So
1: um, I feel I, 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 this is a bittersweet moment because um, I've, been, I've been so deeply inside this work for, for, mm-hmm. for such a long time. But I come and I go, and when I'm here, I'm working intensely. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I have I, I know all the details all the nuances uh, intimately mm-hmm. but what I don't have is the big the big experience that you and other people who live here will have a
0: repeated experience yeah.
1: Um, so that's a little that's a little sad but it's also lovely. What I've tried to do is leave you with the best possible, notation that I can, mm-hmm. the best score that I can of how I imagine and how I would like to hear the piece tuned. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that will be useful to whomever is, sure. is responsible for it when we're no longer around. Yeah. But it will all have to be in, in response to the changes in the grove itself.
0: And so part of that documentation involves recordings or 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 the, the sound soundscape as best it can be contained and There's and, there's and, musical notation. Yeah.
1: There's a computer program with many layers. Mhm. There's a, a a manual that Jason Ponce, my mm-hmm. collaborator has has written. Yeah. Um there are maps which mm-hmm. you and Jason and I have worked on together. Um, showing the the, the 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 physical array of mm-hmm. the garden. Uh, there is the documentation of how I would like the tones distributed to each one of the 32 right. loudspeakers. There are all these layers upon layers upon layers mm-hmm. of written and visual documentation. But in the final... There are diagrams of how I like the speakers focused exactly yes. where, but in the end, when someone when it, we lose a tree and someone else is is trying to figure out what to do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the mantra is use your ears.
0: Right. So talk about in relation to using your ears, uh-huh. uh, your collaboration with uh, both. Uh, that's the last question with both uh-huh. uh, Jem Altieri and uh, and Jason Ponce and how. That works. That's not a that seems to be a collaboration that's essential for this piece uh, and that is not essential for for example your symphonic right, works.
1: Right. Yeah. Um both Jason Ponce and Jim Altieri are brilliant programmers. Both Jim and Jason are very gifted composers too. Mm-hmm. So they've got it they've got it both. I've done, a little, um, I've done a little programming over the years, as I've had to, enough to know that
0: it's not my strong suit. Not your forte.
1: Yeah. So, um, although I love mathematics, I don't like code. Mm-hmm. So I am now, at this point in my life, in this uh, wonderful position of being able to work with younger collaborators who have those skills, mm-hmm. and they allow me to... To do what I what what only I can do, mm-hmm. and there's a certain amount of mind reading involved in that. Mm-hmm. Jim and I have worked together for since 1998 when Jim was a student at, at, at the Oberlin Conservatory and I was teaching there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We worked together on the place where you go to listen.
0: And Jason, uh, for about the last year, and we should year. mention that Jason yeah. uh, was an MFA. Uh, student here at UCSD and came to us through Miller Puckett, who's a, a
1: thank you, Miller Puckett,
0: faculty here at UCSD and a great guy.
1: Jason and I will be working together in yeah. the future. I mm-hmm. can assure you. Um, they, uh, this is this is one of the many happy things that have come out of the Wind Garden. Part of what what Jim and Jason have done is to work with me to build the instruments that I want to hear to make this music. These are instruments that don't exist yet. Mm-hmm. And the and, and the instrument and the music evolve together. They inform one another as we you know, I imagine a sound, we, we we produce that sound, we tune that sound, then we put it here in the space and we retune things, and we're back to the drawing board, it's a, it, it the line between Composition and instrument building is is lo- is beautifully blurred mm-hmm. because we're making sounds that haven't been heard before. We're building an orchestra that 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 hasn't existed before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in a way, you know, I'm, I'm still the composer. My collaborators are sound designers, instrument builders, and the trees are the musicians. <laughs>